And we're back. Again. Medium-sized men with medium-sized brains. I'm Arya. I'm Eric. You're listening to Cold Cuts. And today's election day. Yes, we are how many hours out from unofficial results? Well, let's see. I'm assuming they're going to come in this this time around 1 or 2 a.m. Yeah. Oh, didn't someone didn't Josh say 11 p.m.? Well, at the absolute earliest. Oh. At the absolute oh. earliest. Okay, and so remember, like, I remember because so many people were um, voting by mail this year, um, we're never gonna, we're not going to get the actual final count until November 10th right, anyway. Right, right. We're like 12 hours out, though, from the end of uh, the in-person. Right, and by the time this is posted, it'll be Friday, which means we'll be in Vermont, uh, away from the Civil War, <laughs> and, uh, you know, we might decide to just stay there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly. You know, I uh, saw uh, businesses in the city, like, like, you know, Fifth Avenue, like, shops were boarding up their windows in preparation oh that makes dude yeah like honestly well i think it's gonna be way worse if trump loses right yeah the riots yeah i think so like if biden wins uh or that's the same thing sorry if uh if trump wins i can't imagine well okay, okay. i mean this is gonna be right i don't know i don't know uh, like like if, if trump wins i think that there will be more people out but i i, I don't know if, if biden wins it might be more violence because those are the people with the guns yeah exactly <laughs> you know? or, or sorry the the Trump supporters are the ones with the guns. Yeah. He loses and they're mad. Now they're mad with guns. <laughs> right, right. So anyways, yes, as the listeners of this podcast, you will know the results uh, before we do right now. <laughs> yes, yes. We thought it might be fun to do a, um, a pre-election uh, so, thoughts. In. So since, um, you know, this isn't a political commentary show, um, what are you doing to distract yourself? What am I doing? Oh, well, actually, I'm doing the opposite. I'm not distracting myself. Oh, really? Uh, the last, like, day or two, I've been all over, like, uh, like 538 uh-huh. and, like, the New York Times polls uh-huh. and stuff like that. Just five, uh, 538 has probably the best website for it because it's, it's interactive. Yes. It's easy to understand. Very visually appealing, you yes. know? Um, and, and just honestly just stressing over it. And then, like, deep down inside of me, there's the hope that Texas goes blue. Of course. I yeah, well, they're pretty even right now. You know, like they're even if you average all the polls, but like so the way five thirty eight does it, and that's why I think. Have you so seen great. Nate Silver explaining his his methodology on Twitter? That's what he's been Not doing the last week or so. Yeah, and it's it's I, I like it a lot when um, like you know scientists because you know he's a basically a scientist but with stats. Yeah, um, he's a statistician. Exp- yeah, he's a statistician. <laughs> um, explain like the methodology because I just like. Yeah, he's helps, very good at that. It also helps me like rebut people who are like, oh, the polls are fake, like. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I actually haven't... I, I've seen 538's description and, uh, like, you know, the way they explain things. And I, I'm not... It's very good. It is, mm-hmm. It's very clear. But if you have no knowledge of stats and you just want to look at the polls, I don't know if you're going to understand it. I'm not going to lie. With the explanations? Yeah. Like, you need, like, a, a basic level of stats. And I mean, even high school level. I mean, uh, let's see. Well, because you're a stats major, right? Yeah. Is this how you would explain it to someone who doesn't know? What? The, the like... If you were to explain what they were explaining I don't to know a layperson, is this how you would do it? Like, I, I don't like I don't know if I could explain it as well for sure. Mm-hmm. But to a layperson, I, I would uh, I would like literally simplify it as much as possible. Mm-hmm. I think, but I think they're thinking, you know, they're they're kind of talking to people who. I mean, I think they assume that they're that they're. Uh, well, I don't I don't know if they would be assuming because you know they have analytics that would tell them what their audience is. Yeah, um, I'm assuming they're talk they're because that that's part of every. Um, media outlet especially news where you're writing for a particular audience is what you think you're is a who you want to be reading what you're writing and b who is reading what you're writing exactly yeah i mean basically like just to give an example of what i mean it's um they they said something like uh, oh right now they predict 
um, that there's a 90% or 89% chance that Biden wins and mm-hmm. a 10% chance that Trump mm-hmm. wins. Um, oh, that's like that's what it looks like. You know, they say, you know, yeah, chances Biden wins, chances, chances Trump wins. But it's not um, it's not actually saying like in this election, 90% of people uh, or there's a 90% chance Biden wins, 10% chance Trump wins. It's like given all the information uh, 10 times out of 100, Trump mm-hmm. will win. Nine, 90 times out of 100, Biden will win. Right. Which is, like, not quite the same thing. And honestly, like, the nuance confuses, like, me a lot, too. Right. I mean, I mean, and um, this is another thing that Nate Sibler was talking about after the 2016 election, because their model was the most conservative in terms of, um, like, Clinton winning, because they had a uh, Trump yeah. victory at 17%, right? Yeah. Which is still possible way off the, but yeah. it's 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 way off whatever like new york times had their tracker it's like, it's at one like percent yeah literally, it was like yeah. less than one percent possibility um and he was explaining how even even with the the 17 percent that they had people were treating that number as like oh a guaranteed win for for hillary because the humans like human mind is not very well suited to understand statistics no yeah like it's it, not it, it's, like we don't have like an intuition for them as we do for other things yeah. other or other kinds of numbers yeah exactly. um where people will see something like 80 20 chance for something and they'll think oh it's guaranteed yeah because I, I think everybody compares it to like oh like what is it so let's say 80 20 you know like compared to a 50 50 flip of the coin you know right. it's, it's it again like so that's what i'm saying like the nuance even though i just said it like it's not doesn't really there's no real way to explain it further than that to mm-hmm. break it down other than uh, you know I, I don't even know how I would explain it you know I, Nate Silver's doing a good job obviously but just a lot of the nuance I feel like goes over people's heads also I feel like I need to add a disclaimer when Nate Silver is very clearly uh, knows what he's talking about when it comes to stats um, but his political opinions are oh, I don't even know are whack oh, a lot of the time is um, he like what is well, he well it's, it's just that that syndrome where everyone has where they're in a politics related field and people listen to them when it comes to politics where they were listening to him when it comes to the polls which is related to politics then they think that everyone needs to know what they think about everything oh. you know um so because he, he's one of those like like annoying centrist people oh, in terms of his political opinions but like yeah. you know i don't care about his political opinions i care about what he says about stats which is what he's an expert on yeah you know yeah I would actually really recommend checking their baseball and like football stuff out. It's really interesting. Yeah. Oh, but going back to Texas, uh, there there are ten major polls that at least five thirty eight and pretty much every other major polling site um, basically references, and um, they use that data to compute their their odds and statistics and whatnot. Um, but five thirty eight actually goes um, a step further and rates them. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly how they rate them, but like so there's like some are A mm-hmm. rated A, A minus. B slash A, C, C slash B, all that kind of stuff. Each pollster has their contribution to the model weighted by their grade. Yeah, yeah. I went to vote on um, Sunday. Okay. Because I had some plans for today, and I was like, oh, what if I'm online waiting for four hours on Tuesday morning? Anyway, so I went to vote, and uh, I stood, I went to an early voting site at the Dix Hills Fire Department, and I stood in line for four and a half hours. You did. And it, it was only took raining. me 30 minutes. And it was raining. Because uh-huh. I was just lazy and didn't get an absentee ballot, right? Uh-huh. That was the only reason I didn't get one. Yeah. Um, Were you alone? Yes. Okay. And um, by the end of it, my, my phone was out of battery. It was raining. I didn't have a raincoat because I saw the forecast said rain at one o'clock. And I was like, oh, there's no way I'll be there. It's still at one o'clock. Um, <laughs> so I didn't bring a raincoat. Lo and behold. Um, and uh, I was in between two groups of Trump supporters that were talking very loudly. Um, oh. And um, 
Yeah, and then my mom went today, where I was originally supposed to go with my mom on Tuesday mm-hmm. uh, this morning. She went. She didn't even get. She was originally planning on getting up early at like six and going. She went at ten thirty, mm-hmm. and there was no line. <laughs> and uh, she just walked in and walked out. And Got this is why I don't plan ahead. Because even even when I do plan ahead, the best case scenario is what would have happened anyway. Well, <laughs> I mean, there's that's very flawed logic. Right. <laughs> like like. But uh, I, I, I know that that's not like an axiom, but like, yeah. that's what happens to me every time. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I was pissed off. But my friend, I tweeted about this experience about like standing in line in the rain for four hours. And my friend asked me about it and she wrote an article. Oh, so now you're famous. <laughs> I, I also, I only waited like 30 minutes in line. I was with my parents and we voted. Jesus and Christ. It was really easy. Just to finish up this Texas thing really quick. Mm-hmm. My all, my whole point is uh, they, uh, 538 rated the polls. And even though Texas looks really close, if mm-hmm. you if you separate the polls by how they're rated, the higher rated polls all have Trump winning by a very comfortable margin. I like, see. like four or five points. I see. You know? But yeah. I can tell you what I've been doing to um, distract myself. Sure. So roughly once a year, I play Pokemon Platinum. Why? Just, it's not like I, when I say roughly once a year it makes it sound like it's like a ritual or some kind of scheduled thing no yeah. i just like roughly once a year around christmas usually i get the urge to play this game again right that um, sounds exactly like a ritual no but but it's not like <laughs> it's not like planned I just, it just happens sure um okay. but this year i got the urge a little bit earlier you know so so now okay. so i've been doing that <laughs> like pokemon you've been playing pokemon to to distract yourself from right the and the thing is that, that this game um pokemon platinum is one of those games similar to skyrim where i know where I literally know the game overworld like the back of my like I know my own neighborhood you know like I know the, every little really? thing about like the game world like every square on like the every little world. like every hidden item every single like where every Pokemon is like what because I, I played it so many times do you I played do it so you, many times do you restart it and just play a new game or, or what? well sometimes I'll use some, uh, a ROM hack um, if, if like a new ROM hack came out and I want to try it out I'll use that um, so like mod basically um, is there still online for, can you play people online for that game still well you no they shut down the servers a while ago because mm-hmm. it was a DS game but um, oh I mean I remember it being kind of shit anyway, even when it was like, because it was it was new, right? Because that was the first gen that had online battles. Oh, it was. Yeah, because the, the first ones on the DS, because the DS had internet and the Game Boy didn't. Um, That's a good point. I don't know why. I... But this time I picked Chimchar and I named him Monkey. You mean monkey. with the E? <laughs> <laughs> the the Anfrim. Yeah. Monkey. Yeah, for those of you guys who don't know, um, we've been on this. Anprim stands for anarcho-primitivism. And um, eventually, we are all going to uh, live in the wild, uh, build a hut, and... No, no uh, building. No buildings. No, no structures. Oh, That's I society. Forgot. That's I society. I'm sorry, it's monkey. We're going to live in the wild. That's live, in, live in the woods. Live in the woods. Um, eat bugs. Eat bugs. Um, um, poop in holes in the ground. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, and... Um, escape the election yeah uh, it started the monkey thing is that there's a meme that's like it was this right-wing meme that was like reject modernity embrace tradition and it would show some like juxtaposed images of like old architecture versus new architecture or like a white family versus like like a like a bunch of kids with like their hair dyed you know different colors and then they like people they, on their phones versus right. people like praying at the dinner table yeah some, yeah yeah some really <laughs> yeah. stupid some dumb boomer shit right? <laughs> and uh they modified it to be like reject modernity embrace monkey and yeah. it would be like monkeys in the <laughs> wild <laughs> sticks and rocks at like squirrels and rabbits and there's another there's another one i really like that was like it's like a, a photo of like a bunch of monkeys looking at a camera and then it's like um 
the top text is you know some issue some whatever whatever the topic of like the the meme page is about like mm -hmm. oh like the election like trump biden uh riots like what are you talking about you must have hit your head really hard come on let's go eat bugs and hit each other with sticks oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, i wish life was a lot simpler um i guess you'd probably die a crueler death but... probably or just get just get killed by like some alpha monkey that wants your mate oh god <laughs> <laughs> The law oh, of the incel so and the chad yeah, is always yeah, true in, in nature. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, no. And Prim is probably the dumbest concept to ever come out of, like, any, like, philosoph philosophical political discussion. Like, why would you reject, like, the Industrial Revolution and, like, calculus and, like, electricity? But you know? if you really didn't want to work... If you really didn't want to, I mean, I mean, no one's stopping you from like doing that shit they do on Discovery Channel, just moving to Alaska. Oh, actually, but there, there, there was this, there was that one guy, ah, some old white guy. He was on the FBI's like most wanted list, and he was like this crazy evangelical Christian, um, and, but also like was like embracing the embracing modernity, surprisingly, because mm -hmm. he really cared about like social status and like mm -hmm. money and stuff like that. And uh, basically what happened was um, he, like, lost his job. His family was, like, in financial trouble. They lived in, like, a relatively normal neighborhood. Um, but, like, he was struggling to make ends meet. Something just snapped one day. And um, he, uh, like, he did it, like, very sly. It's like, oh, because they were religious, like, um, schools and were used to, like, their his kids, like, not being in school for a while for the religious oh, reasons right, and right. stuff like that. So he, like, basically checked them all out so people wouldn't find them for a long time. And he killed every single member of his family. So his mother, his two kids, Damn. and his wife um, left them. He, like, put the, arranged their bodies so they were, like, looking up into the sky through a sunroof <laughs> into this, like, what people realized it was, like, he had, like, a $100,000, like, Tiffany chandelier in his fucking uh -huh. house. But he didn't want to sell it because it was, like, against his principles or some uh -huh. shit like that. Like, I don't I shouldn't need to sell this, like, heirloom to like uh -huh. make ends meet i don't know some weird like religious shit you yeah, know combined sure. with a need for social status um and he left the chandelier first of all and he but he was on the run and they they never found him um because he was in like fbi's like top five most wanted and that show was playing sometime in the 90s or maybe mm -hmm. yeah maybe it's the 80s even um and they said oh we're still looking for this guy and then you know that he he basically was uh missing for like 20 something years mm -hmm. Um, and they, the experts, they had experts like, um, age his face, like artificially. And like, they showed a picture of what, I'm, what he might look like. And, um, a guy in like Colorado. So he, I think he, he used to live in New Jersey. A guy in Colorado saw that TV show and mm -hmm. was like, holy shit, my neighbor looks like oh, that. Fuck. And what turns <laughs> out is after he killed his family, he like hopped on a train, like, like, oh, like 1920 style, you know, whatever, just yeah. ran across the country, went off the grid. I don't know how like this only would have been possible. Got back like a then. new identity. New identity started a completely new family. Mm -hmm. He had a new wife, new kids, um, new job, everything, and they were doing fine or whatever. Hmm. His neighbor tipped him off, and they caught him because of that. Yeah, because uh, of this fucking TV show. Right. And what's crazy is if you look at the, um, I forget the guy's name, but if you you know Google enough details, you'll, you'll find it because it was super famous. If you if you look up with the the picture of the aged FBI picture that was our fish created and what he actually looked like it's it's uncanny how it's identical like they were wearing the same glasses like he no updated way. the glasses <laughs> for like the, the like the to be new like style modern. yeah, yeah. For, or modern for the time and yeah. stuff like that and they got like the balding pretty much correct you know like the wrinkles pretty much it, it's it's 
disgustingly yeah. accurate. Like it's like that's now, fucking imagine, weird. Imagine you're his like wife, his like new wife, right? And you found out that your husband was oh, like a serial killer who was lying to you the entire time. That's therapy for the rest <laughs> of your life. Like that's like you go to a therapist, but you also have like the past to uh, like like get your like daily dose of pills and like white wine you know what i mean like i'm never a normal person again and nobody can say anything ever. i married a monster like yeah <laughs> he did not embrace the monkey if he embraced no, he the monkey embrace his family monkey. would still be alive to, no, well if he embraced him. the monkey he wouldn't have a new family he wouldn't have a new family but his, I mean, his old family would probably still oh, be alive see, they see. would just be living in the woods <laughs> db cooper who's that so db cooper was basically a guy who held up a plane um, like a commercial flight. This was in the 60s. It was in the 70s. It was okay. like, like 1970 or something. Um, and uh, he held up a plane, demanded like $100,000 in cash, which he got. And then he jumped off the plane and they never found him. We did. Like he had a parachute, right? He jumped Holy. off the plane with a parachute and they never found him. They, never, they also never knew who he was. Like they, ne- they D.B. Cooper was like a pseudonym uh-huh. that he like bought the plane ticket under. Right, and then they never found out who he actually was. I feel like the, the FBI saying, "Oh, he probably uh, died out of um, the flight from jumping from the flight," is like their way of saying, "Like we didn't catch him, and we don't want other people to do this, so we have to say he died." Because otherwise, mm-hmm. you know, if you have too many cases that are like, "Oh, he got away," yeah. you know, like the FBI looks so okay. So he he passed a note to a flight attendant. Like a ransom note, right? Mm-hmm. And the flight attendant just assumed it was his number, so she didn't look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he he she, he noticed that he didn't she didn't look at it, and he went up there and said, "You miss, you better look at that note. I have a bomb." <laughs> um, so it was. She thought he was hitting on him. That's too. Funny. Yeah. So so she showed her the bomb afterwards to prove that he had it, and then he said, "I want two hundred thousand dollars, four parachutes, and a fuel truck in Seattle." Okay, I see. Okay, so he held up the the plane. Mm-hmm. They landed. They gave him the ransom, and then he ordered all the passengers to leave the plane. And then he had the crew fly him towards Mexico City, and then he jumped out of the plane. I see. And oh, we're not. Shit. We're gonna skip the hot takes here. Remember, this is the the pre election day. We want to keep our stress levels low, you know, because hot takes make me think hard. You know, this is not what we want to do today. No, definitely we're gonna be not. relaxed. Well, we're not. Well, no, 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 no. We are. We are trying to mitigate our stress levels. We're not going to be relaxed. We just no, don't we're need, not going to. Be, we don't. But need we don't need to be more stressed. Undue stress we need to, in our yes. lives. So we're gonna end it here. Yep. This has been Cold Cuts with the medium-sized men with the medium-sized brains. Arya, Eric, and we'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs>